Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Black Live, the one and only uh, pop culture discussion podcast on the internet, where we talk about things like fantasy, sci-fi, space lasers, dragons, movies, TV, and etc. I am Dan Selke, the editor of WinterIsComing.net, and this is Daniel Roman, the other editor of WinterIsComing.net. We are back from a two-week holiday hiatus at a brand new time, brand new us, brand new haircut. Welcome to the two o'clock right. Take the Black Show. Daniel, how are you? How was your holiday? Nice, merry? It it was. It was merry indeed. I had a great time. Uh, but anyway, a lot of other stuff happened during the two weeks we were off. Lots of new shows coming out. Lots of new movies coming out. And then just yesterday, a big thing broke. Why don't we just start the show, start the new year, so the first Take of the Black of 2023 with yeah. this uh, House of the Dragon the Game of Thrones prequel show on HBO and HBO Max unexpectedly won the Golden Globe for um, best drama series. Best drama series right out of the gate. Yeah, first hey. season at the Golden Globes, which, by the way, Game of Thrones never won. Not once. The Golden Globes snubbed yeah. them. And, you know, here's the weird uh, mental dissonance thing. When they snub them every year, I could say, like, eh, Golden Globes don't matter. And it's true. The Golden Globes don't matter. No <laughs> award shows matters. Nothing matters. It's, the universe doesn't mean anything. But um, when it okay. wins, when House of the Dragon wins, I'm like, yeah, then eat it, matters. it Globes. Yeah. Eat it, That's everybody right. <laughs> else. Hit it. Yeah, I, I can't lie. I didn't even watch it because I just didn't expect, you know, if it's not sci-fi or fantasy, I'm not too clued in. And true. I like you said, Game of Thrones never won it. I just kind of assumed House of the Dragon wouldn't because it would it feels like that would be an upset or not the norm so it's really exciting to see you know a show like house of drag of the dragon win this very meaningful important award very Dan, important award. that is not meaningless not very meaningless. Important. everything means something it won out over shows like um ozark severance your favorite uh the crown and better call saul I mean, I think it was mainly that I really Ooh. thought they would give it to Better Call Saul because it's the final season of a show that's been very, very well regarded. And I'll be totally honest. Just just don't don't tell anybody this. Ooh, probably should drop probably the shade. Should, probably should have gone to Better Call Saul. Um, but uh. it, 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 it is cool. I would have wanted Better Call Saul, but it, but it is cool that um, I guess the Hollywood Form Association Got some new staffers, and they're easily dazzled by Breaths of Fire, and they vote House of Dragon instead. And yes. the acceptance speech was really cool. They had Miguel Sapochnik, who's the outgoing showrunner, uh, Emma Darcy, and Millie Alcock go up there. They all clearly did not expect to win. It was kind of adorable. Like, they just weren't ready. Like, Millie <laughs> Alcock cool. was either drunk or high or something. And, um, and Miguel Sapochnik was just like, he, he just like spent half it complimenting, like saying how cool he thought Severance was, because he just didn't write a speech. Just like, oh, that show is great. I wish I could make it like that show. Did you, 
Did you watch the speech? I didn't it see it. No, out. no, I haven't seen the speech. That's awesome. Um, I I did see in your write up for it. Uh, you know, talking about how it looked like they didn't really expect to win. I think that's pretty funny. Um, because yeah, you're right. They probably would have sent more people if HBO had huh. really thought they had a shot at oh, this completely. thing. Um, but up against stuff like Better Call Saul, you know. Game of Thrones didn't win best drama and the show that won over it a bunch of times was Breaking Bad, if I recall correctly. So, you know, having that kind of uh, similar thing with spinoffs for each of them, um, because, you know, it's Better Call Saul's last season. And like you said, it's very well regarded. Um, But then on the other hand, House of the Dragon has maybe some of the best dragon stuff that's ever been on TV. And that is clearly more important. Than any other work that happened last year. It was very good. I I'm yeah. Jay thinks that Severance should have won, which I've read I got Apple TV Plus, by the way. I'm gonna watch Severance and I'm gonna watch um Nice. Uh uh what's the one with the always sunny guy who runs a software development company? I'm gonna watch that one. And I'm gonna watch Fro Man. There you go. Yeah, it looks pretty funny. Nice. Um Jay thinks yeah, Severance should have won. I think I was surprised on it. Okay, I'll also say my other little fear is I, I think it might even be too early. I don't want it to go to their heads. I don't know. Like, I know <laughs> that award shows are about narratives. Award shows and who gets awards are not necessarily about the quality. They're about um, what has the momentum this year, what have a, a critical mass of people decided is the best thing to award. And sometimes that means the best yeah. thing that came out, and sometimes it's not. Um, House of the Dragon, I, 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 I don't know. I, oh. if, if it were up to me, I actually think Tell I would have waited. Tell us how you feel. I would have <laughs> waited. I would have rather awarded Emma Darcy Best Actress, frankly, um, and and let the Best Drama thing go on because Emma Darcy they they lost to um, yeah, I, I think to to, to Zendaya, from Zendaya, Euphoria. right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Or an nominate, or, or I mean, the 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 big one I wanted wasn't even nominated. Like they didn't. Patty Constant wasn't in the running for anything. Wasn't in the running for Best Actor. Even though if I were going to award anybody for anything, it would have been him. But yeah, um, you know, for I'm glad they won. Good on it. And I hope that yeah, they just it's very continue exciting. to blow things out of the water. And now I want season to be better than season one. Is what I want, and so it'll have to keep winning best drama, or else the world is askew. Also, yeah. White Lotus won. That's cool. Like that, Abbott Elementary. Oh, nice. That the Ventures of Being a Sharon, which is a great movie, won a bunch of stuff. Michelle Yeoh won for Everything Everywhere All at Once. That's nice. Uh, well deserved. Yeah. I didn't watch a lick of it, but it sounds like a pretty well picked show. I mean, yeah, the, a, a lick it, of the show, uh, a lick of the. A lick of the award servers, not I watched all that. Crap. I see. I see. Um, yeah. You know, it's tricky with House of the Dragon. I I personally, obviously, I'm very biased because as much sure. as I liked Severance J, I don't know that mm. I would have uh, given it best drama over House of the Dragon. It's tricky because I don't mm. think I saw any show that was as ambitious with like the story it had to tell last year because like house of the dragon Mm -hmm. like you know when you watch a regular show it's like a sequential story all the way through you follow the characters you get to know them but in terms of like skipping around time jumps recasting halfway through the season um season one specifically i think of of this show is pretty notable for what it did um so i'm glad to see it win for season one and we'll see what happens i hope it can keep the momentum but obviously it um, was season two is going to be a different beast it will and and yeah again we've heard before like i loved it for that i loved it for how a good it was and b at the same time like if you're if you have this much money sometimes sometimes you don't bother with ambition because you don't want to risk it sure both had a ton of resources and it pushed really hard against the envelope and if it weren't for episode nine yep. being bad and Kristen Cole killing that guy, I would have been wholeheartedly <laughs> endorsing this win rather than just like, yeah, light applause. Yeah, that's you fair. Are. That's fair. It was not a flawless run victory. Like, like it was it was a fan. Yeah, exactly. It was a fantastic show. It had a couple of blemishes. Sever- the, the flip side of severance is I'll say it doesn't have that. 
I don't think I enjoyed it as much as House of the Dragon, but it didn't have mm-hmm. any weak links. Um, and I'm sure better call about Saul this was story the same. That just makes it. Sorry, I said I'm sure better call Saul was the same, where there wasn't really a weak link. Yeah. to the show. That show is airtight. Breaking Bad too. Yeah, its its whole thing was yeah. just airtight writing. Awesome. Can't get around it. And um, yeah, good for it. Yay, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And uh, speaking of Game of Thrones spinoffs in the news, we also had George R. R. Martin talking about how, given an update on the spinoffs, just saying that some some are going faster than others, uh, none mm-hmm. have been greenlit yet. We are hoping maybe soon a couple have been shelved, but I would not agree they're dead. You can take something off the shelf, easily put it on the shelf. All the changes at HBO Max have impacted us, certainly. The changes at HBO Max being the fact that they've been taking stuff off the platform, that Warner Media has been shelving stuff. Yeah, They did say they're going to do less of that this year. I think their idea is the new guy came in, he did some housekeeping, the way a new person always yes. does when they're going to rotate some deck chairs on the Titanic, and then, um, well, in this case, hopefully... <laughs> People like to change That's things when they abs- come in. That's an absolute metaphor. <laughs> I hope not. I don't want them to go down. <laughs> I, I, they make good stuff, including House of the Dragon. They do. Uh, but hopefully there'll yeah. be less of that. And um, frankly, with them winning the Golden... I mean, it, again, it's it's the Golden Globe. It's not an Oscar. It's not an Emmy. It's not like an actual award. Um, with them winning awards, I think there's more pressure than ever to have another spinoff. And I still think we'll get the announcement of another one this year. I do predict that. That is a dance lucky prediction. Yeah. 2023, an announcement of a second Game of Thrones spinoff. Probably the Jon Snow one or Duncan Egg one. Yeah, I think I. So let me ask you, because, you know, looking at this George R. R. Martin quote, I didn't think <laughs> too hard on it when I read this the first time, because he posted this over the holidays, kind of just talking about the general stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder which ones have been shelved. Um, I do agree with you. I, I, I'm nervous that Duncan Egg might not be one HBO goes for. I don't know How why. I just, well, they haven't yet. Um, it feels very logical to me too. Like, why wouldn't mm. you do Duncan Egg? The stories are written or more written right. than well, you know any of these other spinoffs they're considering. Well. Um, but 
so which ones do you think were shelved any guesses um i mean i have no idea i mean probably the ones that are just not based on stuff that was so like the nymeria yeah. one or maybe the animated one about yt i don't know like the ones that are riskier I mean, if I'm a studio yeah. and I have all this money to spend, it's a good property, but like just go with something that you know is probably going to work well. So I might take aside some of the ones that are a little more out there. Yeah. yeah. I bet the sea the way, snake, that's my guess. Well, that I don't know, because then that one has like a character you already know. Who knows? By the way, Jay asks, yeah. uh, your thoughts on HBO not making Patrick a wife producer? <laughs> uh, so we were going to talk about that. Yeah, well, we I, can guess, talk I guess about we'll talk about that in the, in, in the lightning round. Um, my one word response: uh, hilarious. <laughs> and, and we'll do more about yeah. it later. And Robert Harris yeah, says, "New time, uh, I like it." Yeah, Robert. Uh, we are at a new time. We've moved from 4 p.m. CST to 2 p.m. CST for the foreseeable future. Um, if anybody is thrown off that, I'm sorry, but hopefully you guys will join us on this new timely journey. You were saying, Daniel? Yes. It's a new year. Um, yeah, we'll talk about Sapochnik a little bit later. My one word answer is also probably hilarious. It is funny. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why, but when I first found out his wife was involved in the production and appeared in the show, I just had a weird feeling about it. Um, not that she was bad in it. She was fine. I just had a, you know, it's different than like, um, you know, like Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver, who are the screenwriters who did like Jurassic World and Avatar 2. Like they're a husband and wife duo. Uh-huh. They sure, produce sure, that happens. things as partners. It's different yeah. than like Miguel Sapochnik has all this notoriety and his wife hasn't really been in stuff that's notable, but uh-huh. he's going to sneak her into and she suddenly gets an executive producer um, credit on a big new show. It's a little odd. It feels a little more like um, Lucy begging Ricky to put her in the show, you know, like a little more like, um, uh, I don't know them, but that's the uh, that's the feeling I'm giving. Only not quite as funny. Yeah. Purposefully. But yeah. Very which funny is, to me. Which, yeah. Which isn't to say that, like, the idea is because from what I understand, part of season one like she pitched the idea to him to center Rhaenyra and Alicent more as like the main characters of the show that was her Mm -hmm. idea that Sapochnik thought was great and ran with so I can kind of under like I can understand how that would have been a discussion but at the end of the day I can also totally get why HBO would be like I don't know if we want to do this thing um feels weird to us so like do we know that like did she pitch it or was she like reading the scripts because he took them home and she, she's like Rainier is great like we 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 just don't know yeah uh the we'll never know the deets from from what i recall there was an interview where he t- he talked about how she basically i don't know if it was scripts she looked at what they were doing and was like you know Rainier and allison are really like the the two main characters fighting against this patriarchal system in their own way. Uh, so centering it on that. Uh, but yeah, I, Jay, it's a uh, hilarious is, funny. is my, my, yeah, it's, it, there's nothing to be mad about with it or upset. It's just like, well, that's the thing that happens. And I kind of understand all the sides of it to an extent, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> And like he he also said he was thinking of leaving anyway. I'm sure there's many sides to it. Yeah. We'll just skip some of the lightning round. Sure. Other things going on. <laughs> At this juncture, I'd like to turn to other uh shows on the horizon. And there's a big one coming yes. up this Sunday. HBO will premiere. I'm so excited. The outline, right? Uh yes. A new program, The Last of Us which is based on a series of very successful zombie video games from Naughty Dog on the PlayStation. And HBO made a new show about it. It comes out this Sunday. Neil Druckmann, Craig Mazin producing. The guy who made Chernobyl. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Game of Thrones veterans Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey are starring as Joel and Ellie. They're really pushing it. It's a big new show. They're marketing it heavy. They spent a lot on it. It's a high kind of... um. Uh, profile property and i've seen the first four episodes and i really really liked it is my basic straightforward spoiler free no spoilers review comes to the sunday yeah it's good this is a good show 
Um, it definitely is. They, I, it's zombies are hard, right? Especially now because there have been, this story is about a zombie apocalypse. You know, you've seen this, you, you, you've literally watched the movie before. We've all seen it a million times. Yes. Where the world topples, society crumbles, aftermath, the walking dead did it for 11 years. The walking dead hopes to do it for 11 more. They're going to do it four more times this year alone. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes, they are. You got the World War Z, you got other zombie shows, you get a lot of zombies all over the place. That's Living Dead. How do you make it fun again? And I will say one of the weaknesses of the show is that there are times, there were some times when I was like, I have seen this. Like at the end of the day, it is yeah. a show about society falling because zombies got it. And then you have to pick up the pieces. Like it's it's been done. That's true. Yeah. Where they get me is A, it looks terrific we'll say that just just the shallow part first the walking dead could never like it really goes whole okay the action scenes kind of the splendor the spectacular what a ruined civilization looks like wandering through boston like skyscrapers have fallen into each other love the look of that uh the zombies are great too like the actual zombies look cool and different and interesting fungal and they got like these weird heads i like that um yeah that's There's that fungal. HBO polish. It's really well paced. Like they have these couple of prologues, first two episodes that kind of talk about the sciency part of it, which is, you know, TV convincing. I don't know if it's actually convincing for real, but it, it was, yeah. it effectively conveyed to me this was accurate to within um, a degree I was willing to accept. And I could get right to the part yeah. about being scared and chill, which is what a TV show really wants to do for you. And what yeah. it's most interested in is the characters. So we got Joel hardened again, like a, a, a pretty standard kind of um, horror movie type, like hardened survivalist, Clint Eastwood, yeah. like I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wandering badass, and I'm I don't, I don't I'm a loner. I don't I don't care for nothing, nobody. I get the job done. Uh, paired with Ellie, who's a teenager who's rambunctious and precocious and more fun odd couple a lot of it is it kind of goes the whole thing where there are no new ideas like it's all just things recycled over and over again because everything in here is Mm -hmm. we've seen but it's all done really well the chemistry's great the acting's great there are some swipes that i i I didn't see coming at all which is great it all just comes together in a really satisfying way it's like i was emotionally moved in the first episode and i didn't stop there wasn't much resistance to it um yeah it's yeah. really good and i'm looking forward to seeing how folk cool. uh, react to it when it airs this sunday on hbo so can i ask you so robert harris is in the chat saying have either of you played the last of us video game um i have not robert fun fun fact my wife right now is literally on her hmm. way to get the video game so we can play it this week um like but, on the way to pick up a like a physical copy a physical a physical yeah remember those those are still things no. <laughs> yes, on her way to pick up a physical copy. But Dan, you have played it, right? Yeah, I played the first one. I so, didn't play the second one yet. I think I'm going to try. But um, I played the first one so, a couple years ago. Yeah. How did you feel that it that the show stacks up to it? Oh, like, d- how do you definitely. feel it is in conversation? Uh, well, it, it's been a few years, so I don't remember like every detail about it. I mean, it's made by the Neil Druckmann made the games and he's making the show with Craig Mazin. Yeah. So he's definitely preserved a lot of the feel. It's 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 pretty game accurate down to like the way the characters look like th- th- this awesome. isn't the Witcher where they're kind of just changing things. When they got Andrzej signature to do whatever and they took that and ran with it. This is definitely an adaptation yeah. of the game because The Last of Us That's is cool. one of those like new breeds of games, right? that almost like want to be movies anyway. Like it's one of those games yes. where you stop every couple of minutes, not a couple of minutes, but like th- th- there are plentiful st- things where you're just watching a cutscene. The characters talk to each other as you walk around and um, they, yeah. they put a lot of effort into the characterization, into the voice performances, the motion capture performances to really make it dramatically impactful in a way that, a movie or, 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 or TV show would be. So th- this, it's not a terribly hard translation. Like it's all there. Like you, you don't yeah. need to, what, what does super Mario in a Mario brothers movie do? Cause in the game, he just jumps on things and 
like fights cactuses that are made of like four individual balls with a face on them. Like how to make that a dra- yeah. drama? Like The Last of Us, there's there's really no um giant leap from game to screen. The dialogue's there, the characters are there, yeah. the world's there, the world building's there, the history is there. You just take it and run with it, and um they have, and it's been very very effective in a way that's definitely the classiest video game adaptation that I've seen so far. Ooh. Classy. Okay. And so it's hard. I almost feel like Arcane is a different uh like branch of video game adaptations because it was animated. Mm-hmm. Um I was gonna ask, you know, you're saying it's one of the classiest you've seen. That's kind of the other one that I think of when I think of like really, really good video game adaptations. Mm-hmm. Arcane was excellent. But beyond that, like, yeah, we've we've had a lot of flops and a lot Didn't of weird like, ones. Uh, I mean, that's that's video run edge runner man. Yes, yes, Cyberpunk Edge Runners was excellent. That was an interesting one because uh, the anime studio that made it, Studio Trigger, did it in collaboration with the game producer CD Projekt sure. Red, and they basically it's a prequel about characters who aren't really in the game, and it just kind of adds to the backstory of stuff that's already in the game um yeah that show that show is excellent um but so animated video game adaptations they've Mm -hmm. had a little more luck but but live action ones ones, no dan not fake ones (laughs) but not 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 real ones um yeah so that it's i'm so happy that hbo is dipping their toe into this because you know hbo doesn't put out half-assed things Mm-hmm. at least that's been their reputation so for them to take on something like a game like the last of us which does have a reputation for being really cinematic um that's really it's cool to see that shift where a studio like hbo is considering doing totally a story like, like a playstation game um okay so how did you feel about oh sorry what were you gonna say no, so I disagree with you that that HBO sets trends like what what they do, the industry tends to follow. So if yeah. they're if like the classy HBO is willing to adapt a video game, it, it feels like they've arrived in a way they haven't. It hasn't seemed like that in the yeah. past some years. I'm kind of tired of the whole like video game movies are all terrible thing because it really hasn't been true for a while. Like they've been no. pretty con- like even, you know, it's not like to take a Pikachu or Sonic is like high art, but they're doing but. But they're good at what they're doing. Like they're good They've at like, been entertaining the family. Well, I mean, yeah, I know the old Mortal Kombat movie has a like a cult fan base and whatever. But <laughs> I mean, that was it, literally one of the examples. I don't know. I was, well, it depends on what you're watching. No, it's not cringeworthily like awful. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> sure, it's not cringeworthily bad. Um, yeah, I, I think hit and miss but generally they haven't had a great rep but it's of funny, late though, they've because been better. It feels- that's done but they yeah. haven't been prestigious yet that's true there hasn't been Ex- like yes emmy nominated uh act like big name actors winning awards and not embarrassing themselves like the rock and doom or jake gyllenhaal and prince of persia stuff that's <laughs> that would be wow new. i forgot about and doom that's what we all did and that's what the last of us could do i think <laughs> like that next level yeah, I could totally see that. And I love Craig Craig Mason's answer about like how did you make a good video game adaptation? He was like I just picked one of the best games of all time and that, mm-hmm. you know, it's like cheating. Um but it is funny cuz I almost feel like Hollywood is just you know, they're starting to take video game adaptations a little more seriously and it kind of reminds me of how with Game of Thrones success they started taking fantasy things more seriously Super like duper. now every yeah. studio is like fantasy um HBO's i wonder if trends. last of us will do that for games because it's not like video games haven't been telling amazing stories for like the last of us is a 10 year old game like yeah. video games have been doing this for a while but hollywood just hasn't they're just starting to really catch on i think it has and no right, choice hbo sets trends yeah it, it doesn't does. it, i agree trends. Video games are bigger than movies. They bring in more money. Like they they have yes. no choice but to do it. And I've also always thought I said this point a couple of times that 
you know, back in the days, the Super Mario Brothers movie in 90, whatever, when it was like this, you know, abomination <laughs> starring Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo. Yeah. Like the folk making it like didn't play video games. They didn't care about video games. Yes. But now everyone who grew up playing all that is now working in a, like of working age and they're the executives. So they actually do like games. So I'm that's a part of the reason I think we have a lot more. There's a lot less skepticism now. Oh, Julie. Hi, yeah. Julie. Oh, thank God. Hey, Julie. Julie. Glad you made it. a new time. Um, I am uh, going forward for the foreseeable future for two o'clock. I, I hope everybody can join us, but I, I, I am sorry that people might have got a little floopled out today. Um, by the way, Jay says that here the Amazons is making a God of War uh, show. They are. Yes. They're making a Fallout show, too. Yeah. It's all coming. So, like, just get ready. Batten down mm-hmm. the hatches. Yeah, I think they're considering Mass Effect, mm-hmm. too. Amazon is really going okay. whole hog. Netflix wants to do uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, I'm real right, nervous about it. I'm so nervous about that one because it's like a prequel set during, like, the Horizon Zero Dawn is a far post-apocalypse, but there's, like, Look, a near future side to it, too. There'll like be a, plenty like of bad the, ones. It's the past for the game. There will. And I'm worried Horizon doesn't deserve <laughs> to be a bad one. Um, mm. But Horizon. yeah, it's going to be the next couple of years. Lots lots of video game adaptations. But so your Horizon final word, we all should stick, run and watch man. The Last of Us. We should. Yes, I heartily endorse The Last of Us. I agree with uh, Claudia. We'll watch any HBO series put it out there because of trust-driven programming. Yes, I, I agree. It's true. I will too. And I think that's what they have going for them. And the show is genu- genuinely good. I'm I'm looking forward. I, yeah. I really am. I'm very curious. I think it could be a big hit. Like I, I think it's good enough. Yeah. I think it's buzzy enough. So we'll see what happens, man. Horizon Zero Dawn. It can cracks me yeah, up. Yeah, fingers. The first one came out like right before Breath of the Wild, which was way better, and the second one came out right before Elden Ring, which was way better. So it just always gets the short end of the stick. That game. <sighs> yeah, it it really does because the first like they're great games, um, but they're. <sighs> I feel like it's not even necessarily that like Elden Ring is way better or Breath of the Wild mm. is way better, but they mm. were they well, you haven't played, right? Horizon Forbidden West. Um, I've watched it's the ex- close enough. Okay, that's fair. But I, yeah. I you're right that like it has gotten the short end of the stick because those games are great. They definitely deserve more wreck than they've gotten because they have come out at the same time as other enormous games that just Ate all the air out of the room. Ate it. With, Ate with all the people's air. People's excitement. It but did. Yes, the Breathed last all the of air. Us, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> suck it all up. Uh, the Last of Us is, is was really really fun. Really really solid. Good performances. Cool. Good uh, effects. Good story. Good pacing. Good eight like confident able direction. Some theme. We got themes. We got um. Ooh, yeah, that's always a good I, sign. I want. I I'm really looking forward to seeing how people react because I I really liked it. This Sunday night sometime on hbo Tomato max we'll see how it goes daniel today yeah. you yes. watched the finale of another tv program fantasy I willow did. on disney plus daniel how'd this go now that you've seen the entirety of the willow reboot show uh was it worth I did. it oh totally i think so i enjoyed willow a lot and i feel like it's it's kind of funny because you know, in the past year, I kind of I lump Willow in with all the 2022 shows because, you know, sure. like it, it, most of it aired in 2022. It really is like in that same grouping of shows, um, but it's not trying to chase all those other shows like it with a lot of, you know, like the Witcher Blood Origin or any number of the other fantasy things we saw last year. It felt like they were trying to capitalize on the fantasy boom. And mm-hmm. maybe Willow is too, but it's just kind of well, doing its own yeah. thing. It's a it's a fun show. Um, you know, I think I I gave you this example. It's the kind of fantasy show that will do something like put the Beach Boys in the in the credits. Um so like it like it uses some modern <laughs> music, it uses condemnation, some you decide. Exactly. I, I think Willow is the type of show where it's like, if you watch it and you're like, this show's awful, that just means it's mm-hmm. really not for you. Um, because yeah. Willow is not a bad show. I think it was incredibly consistent and solid all the way through. And like, it was just a fun hour of television every week. Um, way funnier than I expected. Oh, uh, nice lots and lots. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like, 
I would say it had a real Aha. strong comedic like backbone. Um, some of the characters are just cracking jokes all the time. Um, the actors were really good. Uh, again, there were no like bad performances or anything like that. Um, I nice. do think, yeah, it is always nice. It it's a little opaque at times with like the the Ooh, big opaque. overarching threats. Like it doesn't always make why we should be nervous about stuff especially clear um mm. but that's okay like it never bothered me because it's a quest fantasy so it's like this group of characters going on a quest and that's the entire season pretty much um so most of it is like just get enjoying their interactions with each other and their specific little character stories and the things they're going through um it's a more teenage show uh no. than i than most of these fantasy shows it's definitely aimed more for teenagers or sure, like YA families with with teens the ya crowd there's lots of romance uh and you know characters flirting with each other deciding they're what one of the big turns in the finale is a character is like huh i don't think i'm that into you anymore word for word think a character says and it's just like you can you just have to laugh because it will doesn't take itself too seriously and that sure. lets you as the audience kind of laugh along with it as opposed to like uh i see julie talking about the witcher blood origin that's we'll another show i found yeah rather funny but for the for uh, the opposite reasons that the witcher blood origin made jokes at its own expense and they felt self-deprecating <laughs> mm -hmm. because the show was such a mess um but willow like it it just knew what it was doing. It feels like a classic Lucasfilm thing. Cool. But also with Disney influences because there are princes and princesses and people flirting and falling in love yeah. and in a different way than like, yeah, Willow didn't quite have that. It had like a comedic love story with Val Kilmer and um, Joanne Wally who played uh, Princess Sorsha. Uh, sure. But yeah, so Willow... I would say give it a sh if you want a fun fantasy show that you won't need to think too hard about, you won't need to, you know, compare to something like House of the Dragon and you can eat it like you can watch it like eating chips, like that type of easy viewing. I'd say give Willow hungry? a shot that I am. I mean, I ate right before this, but I'm that's gotcha. my secret. Dan. I'm always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so you think that Willow was better than Blood Origin? But that there are like oh, um, hands five down. page flip books better than Blood Origin. Yes, also hands down. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I I feel bad ragging on Blood Origin. I know we're going to talk about oh, it why? more in a, in a minute. Well, it's like kicking, right kicking something when it's down. Sure, we can talk about Blood Origin too. Michelle um, Yeoh's riding high. Yeah. She won last night the Golden Globe. She doesn't mind. Yeah. No, she. <laughs> What a weird year for her. Uh, yeah, I saw your article really about her Star Trek show that it's still in production. And you pointed mm -hmm. out what an odd year because she's in one of the worst fantasy shows of last year, like easily one of the worst and one of the best indie movies of the year. Um, mm -hmm. What a, what a year of Jackson. What a, what an, an, an <laughs> enigma that Michelle Yeoh. A year um, of contrasts. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so Willow, I would say I, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm looking forward to rewatching it um, just because it's it's fun and I'm sure I'll pick up extra stuff watching it a second time. Um, but I will not be watching The Witcher Blood Origin anymore. Uh, and I, I don't know if there's even anyone, you know, in the chat there who wants to know the deets about Blood Origin. But it, you know, it felt like The Witcher is really off the rails um you know we talked about adaptations a minute ago with the last of us being really faithful even as it takes uh creative liberties it like does. i know that it's expanded i don't like, want to like frank story imply from the that it's the same there are things that expands there are details that changes but yeah it still colors pretty much within the lines and the things that it changes, there's one big change. I, I can't spoil anything. I guess I can, whatever. Yeah, you're right. The, yeah. the, the Bill and Frank stuff. No, don't do it. Which is the best yeah, episode we know. Of, so far that I've seen. And it's about these two yeah. ancillary characters and their kind of life together. It was ter It was fantastic. And that story is there, but it's built up. It 
it changes things, but it always remains faithful to the spirit. I know that's like a death kneel to say that because people say no, like, that's it. we're remaining faithful to the spirit of the source material. But really, that means like we're going to upend it, dig it out, hollow it out, puts up a new win and turn someone we like this. Honestly, I wish I knew I wish I knew words. This really does when they go slightly off and they do only go slightly off. Um, yeah, they make sure to bring it back to where the game is coming from. Whereas the Witcher, uh, I take it, they're just taking a rusty trowel, disemboweling the heart of the thing, taking out the guts, putting in some styrofoam balls, and then um, puppeting <laughs> it on a stage like some kind of grim dance. That's really, that's like the, yeah, the perfect analogy. Um, it It's it's a little frustrating because like you said, the staying true to the spirit of the thing, I feel like that hits the nail on the head, but you're right. It does also get abused where that's said. So and then abused. people it's it, yeah. People doing their own thing. But I, I do think that's the big difference between something like the last of us, which sounds like it takes some liberties, but is really mm-hmm. true to the story or Definitely. the expanse is another great example. The expanse is not a right. one for one adaptation of those books. Of the dragon. All. Yeah, House of the Dragon, but it, there's never a point where it feels like, oh, they didn't get it. They don't. Mm-hmm. They're making these yeah. choices because yeah. they don't get the story, and The Witcher feels like that, and Blood Origin feels like that because they basically looked at this period of time where it's ancient Witcher history. Sapkowski only wrote a tiny bit about it, but they they didn't really use any of the tiny things he wrote about it. Like he still mm-hmm. wrote enough that they could have explored. Uh, situations like with the elves like he did lay out how elven civilization had splintered before the conjunction of the spheres and they were just they basically did a whole different story that had nothing to do with anything he wrote and it feels like it has nothing to do with mm-hmm. anything he wrote and that's kind of the thing it, it doesn't it's feel just gotta like feel Witcher. right it if, if it feels, feels like a right, dungeons and dragons story yeah. which they're also okay yeah. on a second a couple of folk are talking about historic materials, uh, both Claudia yeah. and Julie. And I want to say that um, I agree with both of you. I did. I watched um, the final season and the final episodes that aired when we were on break. And I want to say that I agree with both Claudia and Julie. The final, the finale was really, really good of this fantasy show. Awesome. It's been running for three years. Adapted to three books by Philip Pullman. My own, my gripe and uh, gripes are more fun than... Um, compliments so i'll, I'll say <laughs> that my, my gripe oh. <laughs> is that it, it it literally took them to the very end to get this good like the final episode was great it finally kind of tapped into the 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 characters more it's the, the story the story is very mm-hmm. strange it's about you know lyra who's daphne keen who goes on a dimension hopping adventure to topple basically kill god what happens in the end which is which is you know uh, yeah. a, a fun idea Along with Will Perry, yeah. who's from our world. Together they go on a bench journey and they meet talking polar bears. They meet Lynn Mineral Miranda, who is miscast. Now that the whole thing's over, bad casting. Did not buy him yeah, as a I agree. Texan aeronaut. This no. Felt that way um, the entire time. Yeah. Entire time. Uh there is a I'm not even sure I really bought um James McAvoy as Asriel either, to be honest. He never Ooh, quite okay. clicked for me. The only the ones who Ruth Wilson says Coulter. She was great all the way she through. She was fantastic. She, she was the MVP. Um, there's yeah. some casting issues. And the kids were good, too, especially. Oh, I also really liked. Uh, I think her name is Simone Kirby as um, the scientist whose name I'm blanking on. Mary. Uh, Mary, Mary Malone. M- Mary yeah, Malone. She, she, was, she was quite good um, from the end. She had like the kind of um intelligence but also empathy they could also kind of see it in her she came across very natural and mrs coulter was very like yeah. just kind of bitch on wheels good stuff too and the kids were good and the end it it brought out this tragedy element you know the kids fell in love they had mm. sex and saved the universe or maybe just made out to the universe they kind of leave it vague um which is kind of the big climax no pun intended of the story uh and they treat it seriously and it kind of makes sense in the very like wooey wooey sci-fi rules they set up and um, I even liked the I wanted more of the elephant Mulefa. I understood they really couldn't give us much because they probably have like eight dollars after nobody watched seasons one and two. But um, they were fun. 
and just everything just clicked finally at the end the bit where they separate from their demons in the land of the dead that was great and painful it just it, the, the third season is cool. easily the best i'll say that it was also the biggest oh, nice. book so they had the the first two were weirdly full of filler because they had to pad out these i guess really? relatively short books yes oh you and mean the, the third, first two seasons yes, yes they were and this one they didn't have to because it was all there it, it was just good yeah. it was good and i just i'm sorry that it took it this long to get this good oh claudia asks uh they don't understand the same reason behind that in the same world as will oh i'm sure they said it isn't it something like um I don't know. Oh, I, oh, I know why. Because if you're in another world, you slowly get sick and die. And uh, which is what happened to Will's father, which they didn't underline. And I wish they would have because in the book, uh, they underlined that. It's like, OK, it was good. I, I'm just glad I'm glad I had a good ending. I really am because yeah. I like the book series and deserved that. And I, I'm sorry yeah. that the rest of it, that so much of the rest of it was so. Eh. I Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed um, the first two seasons. I, I do agree with you that they didn't quite there was a lot of really good stuff but a lot of plotting as well the plotting with d's in it it plotted along at times um but i'm i'm really excited to watch the third season i i just think it's fantastic that his dark materials now has a full adaptation that is nice can watch been waiting for that forever because you know the golden compass movie was meh profoundly meh and they cut off the end because they were worried people would be upset and then they didn't make anymore um so i love that the subtle knife and the amber spyglass have finally gotten Mm -hmm. uh, what seems like a worthy adaptation even if it wasn't a perfect one um you're getting me hyped for season three saying that it is you know i mean i don't want to tell you it's like it is the best but the first two were like kind of whatever so it's it's I'll just I'll leave it at that before we go on to our final segment. Okay. I just want to say, because because this is what are we watching? This is an old stuff. But yeah, over yeah. the holiday, we watched the first two John Wick movies. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Baba Yaga. Oh, my God. I wish I would have watched these earlier. <laughs> those th- those things are amazing. They're great. He's killing everybody. Yeah. He's doing the flipping yes. and the car doors and the gun playing, shooting everybody in the head like four times. Oh, they're so good. I can't wait for the third one. Um, yeah. So I just want to endorse that. I I, I just never got around to nice. watching them, but this time we're like, you know, we, 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 we're like a free day um, on on the Monday after New Year's. I'm like, you know, we should watch. Wind is always good. And it's like, holy crap! Oh, look at Neo go! It's very very fun. Yeah, those movies are great. I have the same reaction. I watched them maybe like a year and a half ago, and mm-hmm. at the time I was just like, why didn't I watch these years ago? These are awesome. Um, yeah, great, great movies. Glad you enjoyed them. Uh, you should definitely watch the third one. And I, I think John Wick will. 4 is coming out this yeah, year. Like a few so. months. So watch the third one, and then we can go to the fourth one in the theater. Nice. Yes. Anyway, that'll, I just wanted to cool. say that because I have been really enjoying those. <laughs> um, what? How uh, about we close out the first Take the Black of um, the year? Dan needs to watch all the videos of Keanu training says uh producer richard all right yeah why not i'm gonna do tonight um um let's uh, can i just throw out can i throw out i guess one other show i started watching which if Mm -hmm. if there are any people out there who haven't seen it i started in on the walking dead season 11 this week which is yeah the latest season is now on netflix so if you haven't watched it yet because you don't want an amc plus it's now on netflix um it's so it's okay I'm enjoying some parts of it, but it definitely does feel like the, uh, I want to say a far cry from the show's like glory days, mm-hmm. um, which might sound harsh, but like I, I watched all of the walking dead in the past two years. So it's all pretty fresh in my Ooh, mind. Wow. Um, yeah, I started during the pandemic, the pandemic happened. Sure. And I was like, if I'm going to be at home because of a pandemic, I'm going to watch a plague thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's worth watching, um, but it's not as good as I think pre-season eight. So that's where where the big shift happened in my mind. I stopped watching exactly where Camilla did at season seven. It's about where I stopped and just eh, it just didn't grab me. And I think most of us 
like a lot of people will agree with me. That's when it starts to go down, I think, in terms of viewership. Wait, and wait. So did you see Glenn? You didn't see. Did you see what happened in the Glenn next then? one? Yeah, I okay. did. Was that season eight or seven? That's the premiere of seven, I think. Um, seven yeah, and eight it. are the Negan is the big bad in those two seasons. I didn't finish and eight, Negan basically the big bad. And okay, so probably seven. Um, yeah, yeah. After that, it there's still good stuff after that, I'm but sure. it feels like they're treading water a little bit and tr- trying to find ways to keep the show alive. Um, These spinoffs are doing which now right. is going to be spinoffs. I mean, AMC talking about how we want The Walking Dead to last the universe to go on and on and on. There's no way, right? Like, they're just fooling themselves, I mean, right? Like a spinoff here and a spinoff there. I mean, Fear the Walking Dead has been on longer than most shows, and that's a spinoff. And so I, I don't want to... After eight seasons, it's not like it got canceled. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, The Walking Dead is like it's that's the its whole shtick is it's the never ending zombie story because life just goes on after the zombie apocalypse. Um, but yeah, I I so I what I will say about the start of season 11 is there's a huge focus on Maggie and Negan um, and their relationship. And mm-hmm. it, it's a little right. weird because Negan. like I've been waiting for that. But now that it's on screen, it feels like they're forcing it a little bit. And knowing there's yeah. a whole spinoff dedicated to Maggie and Negan and how they they're going to be getting on after after the keep show, on, I yeah, I, I'm not super hype. But but yeah, I predict so that's what I'm watching. <laughs> I think the last there, one's going to come in, steal that lunch. I but, hope uh, so. We'll, we'll we'll follow it this year and take the black. What is it? We round out yep. this episode with a with a with a take the black lightning round, a patented, copy written signature trademark. It's, this is all legal. We have all the documents. Uh, Wick news lightning round. That sounds great. You ready? I say we do. All it. right. Yeah. I will go ahead and ask you the first thing. Put twenty seconds on the clock. All right, Daniel. Uh, Outlander season seven. Good news over the break will premiere this summer. Yeah, Outlander's coming back this summer. Um, that is really exciting. I, you know, I still need to catch up on season six. I haven't seen it all, but mm-hmm. it's going to be a super sized season. I think like sixteen episodes. They filmed like thirteen months on this thing, yeah. so I hope it's good. I hope the Revolutionary yeah. War actually starts this season, and it should, because the Independence Declaration of Independence is in it. Um. <laughs> All right, Dan. Uh, speaking of the Walking Dead, yeah, fear the Walking Dead will end this year with season eight, uh, which means yeah. it's the perfect time for you to binge all eight of them. Are you going to do I'm it? Not, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, I don't think against it. It's just I wonder if they can keep this going with no like flagship show. Like, there's no Walking Dead. There's no Fear the Walking Dead. There's like these spinoffs of folk who are on the last show. Is that going to be a whole new thing forever? I don't know. I predict no. So um, fairly yeah. well. Good good show, Fear the Walking Dead. But you're 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 over now, or you will be this year. All right, Daniel. Four seconds o'clock. Um, no big surprise here. Well, kind of. Uh, House of the Dragon was the most pirated show of the year of our Lord, 2022. Yes, it's uh, it's. Carrying that crown for Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones used to be the most pirated show of each year during its run for for mm-hmm. quite a few years. So um, I think that's, you know, that's fine. Uh, it's not like HBO's hurting. And I'm sure there's a lot of people watching <laughs> it in, you know, regions that don't have access and what have yeah, you. 100%. Piracy aside, take it as a compliment, basically. Are okay. Um, all right. But speaking of things that are not uh, to be taken as a compliment. Um, so <laughs> Netflix canceled 1899. That was yeah, fast. I actually watched this show um, about this like kind of brain twisty from the guy who made dark thing about people on a ship, but it's it's all like a weird sci-fi simulation. Um, I'm not going to miss it that much. It was a fun idea. It's We're coming to the end of this giant spending spree on ideas that aren't that good in the first place. Um, it was That's fun. It was interesting. But... Uh, uh, R.I.P. 899. <laughs> you, you, you can't keep making shows like that. 
and <laughs> some be this mid as the kids say uh okay yeah. all right daniel oh here's a fun one. Oh, yeah also the yeah, house so of the dragon showrunner miguel sapochnik reportedly quit House of the Dragon because HBO didn't let his wife be an executive producer on the uh, second season. Yes. Uh, yeah. We talked about this a little earlier, but um, Miguel Sapochnik left. Uh, it's kind of funny. Allegedly. I mean, it's a weird. It, allegedly, this is why he left. We don't know for sure. Um, mm. But his wife, you know, they had conversations and she helped with ideas in the first season and he wanted to bring her on more officially it feels a little weird to me a bit suki um, i agree assuming suki means like yeah. fishy suspicious that's yes definitely that um, what does suki mean so i have no i i assumed you knew because you said it oh no i'm asking uh, uh the 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 chat oh oh i see uh so the flash will be back next mm-hmm. month for its final wow. season Stephen amell who played uh the Green Arrow slash Oliver Queen is going to be appearing in it. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, I mean, again, the, the, it's not something I've really watched, but the DC TV universe has been going on for like over a decade now. The Flash is the last show yeah. re- remaining, basically. And they're going to bring back uh, Arrow, who began the whole thing. It's cool. I'm glad the fans will have like a, a big thing to send them off and to gather around and celebrate and get excited about one more time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, same. Done. They deserve it Ooh. after last Dookie year. means, according to D- Julie Davies, crybaby-ish. Which, yeah, it, it kind of feels like Ooh. that, too. Oh, it's just, I <laughs> gossip's the best. Um, okay, here was a thing that took a while to happen, but finally did over the break. Uh, Wednesday, uh, sorry, Netflix renews Wednesday for season two. Oh. Yes, uh, we're going to be getting more, uh, you know, misadventures with Wednesday Adams. I think that's great. Wednesday was a really fun show. I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to. Um, it's nice to see Netflix renew a thing. Good on you, Netflix. <laughs> uh, that that one should have been a no-brainer, so I'm glad they yeah. did it. Spooky spooky. Yeah. Spooky spooky. All right. Our final uh, Wick News Lightning Round story of our first 2023 episode at our new time slot of 3 Eastern Time, 2 Central. A live-action yes. Dungeons and Dragons series is coming to Paramount Plus. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the deal with this? Should we be hyped? Oh, probably not. I mean, uh, Paramount's going to make a you know D and D TV show live-action. You know, of, of course they are because they're make, they're making a D and D movie. I mean, it's time. D and D is very big right now. It got a big resurgence. Yeah. Why not? Like, why not another fantasy show? Will it be able to stand out among all the other fantasy shows? I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah. why not? Go for it. I might check it out. <laughs> and that is it. Camilla says, no, nah, probably not. And that is it. That is our first probably. take the black of um, 2023. As always, we are available on podcast where podcasts are available, uh, be it iTunes, Google Play or elsewhere. And next week, we're going to be back from now until the end of forever uh, in our new time for the foreseeable future. And we'll let you know if anything else changes of 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Three East time. God knows Australia okay. time. I, I, I and I am sorry, especially to Julie for, 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 for Julie said eight, a little bit. Eight a.m. I mean, Julie, if you if, if that's too early to wake up, of course we understand. Um, you, you always watch us uh, on the can stuff, but um, yeah, we hope to see you guys back as as much as we can. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Like and subscribe. You know all that jazz. So we're back and ready to go on the attack for twenty. 23. See you next week at 2. Take care, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.